working tonight. So I was out my tool shed the other day, and I noticed I had one of the most groundbreaking tools <gasps> on the market. The mo- That's amazing. Is it, like, can I get one? Sure, it's just a shovel. Oh! <laughs> oh! And then uh, uh, when I was down in California, I was walking around a historic district. Uh, they had a whole bunch of old-timey displays and things like that, oh, you know? yeah, nice, nice. And there was a blacksmith there, and I asked if I could learn the trade, and he asked if I was any good at shoeing horses. I, I said, no, but I have been known to chase cats from my yard. Oh! <laughs> Shoe horse shoe, shoe sock. Yes. Oh well, that that you know the other day, um, my hubby and I were driving to the airport to catch our flight, of course. And as we approached the airport, you know, there's little signs that have directions and everything. And so um, there was a sign that said "Airport Left," and so we turned around and went home. Oh, that's too bad. That's too so bad. you never did get to go on your vacation. We never did terrible. got to because Airport Left. Yeah. Airport Left. Well, that's well, not the music, right. Let's, that's not right. Let's just roll the music, shall we? I think it's best. Socks, so my cow off the rails, done, 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 and Mubark fluff <laughs> to all the creatures in the pot. I want to get them all out of the way because we haven't said those words in a while. It's true. Uh, I am barely normal, and you are, of course, uh, uh, listening to Barely Furcasting <laughs> featuring Tabin. And with what me, are. because of that, uh, of course, I have to have Tabin with me. So, my little innocent pup, Tabin, how the fluff are you, Tabin? <laughs> I am okay. We're <laughs> off the rails already, uh, and I don't even know what's going on. No, why? Hi. Hi. Yes. Hi. Not yet. Later. Oh, Later. I'll be loud. Yes. Yeah. The airport <laughs> left the building. The airport left. And oh, no. hi. What are we doing? Hi. I have no idea, but hello, all you furs out there in the podiverse. As Barely just said, my name is Taven. I'm a pup park park. And thank you. It's been a great week. Been doing the stuff, running around, and all that good stuff. Um, You know, I learned a few things this week. Mm-hmm. And they're very. Would you like to know what I learned? I would like to impart my knowledge upon all you furs. Please impart the knowledge. Knowledge must be imparted. Knowledge part. Uh, part so one. Australia, you, it's it's this place. Yes. Actually, that's something it's I knew. On, that's not something I learned. But it's on it's on the planet. It's on yes. the planet somewhere. And their biggest export are unsurprisingly boomerangs. But I've learned that it's also their biggest import. <laughs> Okay. And, and that's a very important thing to know. I also uh-huh. learned that the adjective for me- metal is metallic, but not so for the word iron, which is ironic. Ironic. <laughs> oh. oh, those are things goodness. I learned this week. And now CEUs are earned. Uh, CEUs are earned. Yes. So if so. they're earned, does that mean they don't exist anymore because they're earned I no it means because they're in they're in a vase they're in, they're in a vase yes earn is another word for vase oh you didn't get my joke i tried to I do did. that you tried to do that i did get your joke oh but but you mean a lot of times we think that urns are what contain ashes it, you know isn't it it's not yes 
Well, yeah, I mean, but anything can be an urn. Oh. Anything urn is just a receptacle. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what is even going on right now? Oh. Hi. Hi, I don't know what's going on. Um So what have you been doing this week? Anything special? Did you do anything besides learning about urns? Um, Urn learning? Learning? Wow. You learned. Learned Learned about urns. Um No. Nothing at all? I mean, I've been I've been really busy, but it's like one of those things where like you know you've done stuff, but then you think, what did I even do? And you can't even remember and you don't see any evidence of doing something, but it's like I know I did something, but I I don't need to know. I just didn't sit here existing all week. I know that. That's for sure. So I want to tell you, I, you know, I was in California last week. Uh, I went down and hung out with uh, Pup Canes and Pup Loki. Very, very nice. How are they doing? Oh, they're doing great. Great. And uh, we recorded four episodes of our podcast, that podcast, the Off Leash podcast. Um, And so everyone out there, tell us a little bit more about the podcast so that all us are... All of our first know what we're talking about. All of our first. I'm scared for this particular episode. We're starting out swell. Uh, it's a not safe for work podcast about puppy play and all things sexual kinky. So uh, each episode is about an hour and it's a single subject episode. <laughs> and that, no... that subject is, is about an hour. <laughs> so. mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. And uh we we don't we don't do a lot of editing with it other than putting the m- music at the beginning and the end and everything is just we, we put it out there the way we recorded it with all the ifs and ums and dums and things and like that. So it's Dumb. it's a totally different type of podcast. So think of it more as a live live kind of broadcast. So one of the things that I did on the way home, of course, it was down in the San Francisco area is where we went or where I went. So it's like 10-hour drive or something. About nine hour mm-hmm. drive, much like the drive we make to FC. San Jose. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, you know, every year that we've gone down to FC, I always say, hey, I want to stop at the olive pit and oh, get some olives. Uh-huh. But then it's just like, that's uh, just going to add another hour to our trip. And we just like, no. So I stopped. Nice. And I got olives this time. So all of them? Uh, it was very <laughs> All of them. Nice. No, I didn't get all of them oh, because they have lot. olives of every, every, Every strain type uh, belief structure. <laughs> so there's you know, more than two. There's more than just green and back. Oh yeah, I mean, and the green ones are all stuffed with different things. Oh, you know, like you got I see. Che- Interesting. You can get you can get pimento or sun dried olives or sun dried olives, sun dried olives stuffed inside <laughs> olives, sun dried tomatoes. I want to say cheese, pimentos, garlic. All that um, like foofy stuff, jalapenos, uh, all that kind of stuff, and they've got tampanades and candy and all sorts of things there. So mm. it's definitely a touristy stop. Uh, I'm glad I did it. Don't need to do it again. Okay. But it's done. I did it. So, so next time we go done. to FC, yeah. well, every time we go to FC, now we're, we don't have to be like, oh, should we go? No, we know we shouldn't go. Yes. <laughs> we don't. We, we don't need to go. I mean, unless your hubby says, "Hey, stop and get me some olives on the way home." We'll know where to um, go. But we'll know where to go. But. Uh, but that's uh, that was my week, and then of course I came back and did my work work. What did you do this week? Nothing. You said nothing. So <laughs> so let's we've got it covered. <laughs> so let's let's move along to the past today. That's the music. I think it goes like that. That's the music. I did listen to 
the episode with you and Lux. Oh, wonderful! Um, on the way down, and uh, and I know that that Rain is going to be sampling some different things from Lux oh, for different that's right. bits. Now <laughs> he hasn't gotten to that because he's in Sweden still. Yeah. So, but I did listen to that Lux episode with you, and you talked about A and W restaurant mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because she thought you said A and W when you said A and W. Ah, so, <gasps> oh yeah, I remember yes, that now. Uh-huh, ah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yes, yes. Uh, and the A&W restaurant, which I don't remember what A&W stands for. I thought it was Anson and Williams or something like that. Oh, but it's something, we'll, have to, we'll have to have another pass today next, next time. time about what does A&W stand for. But they do have a bear as a mascot. Mm-hmm. She mentioned that she thought they did, and they did. And in fact, their three main burger and burger baskets are the papa bear, the mama bear, and the baby oh, bear. Oh, wow. I don't think I knew that. That's cute. Yeah. So if you go to A&W, you can get a papa bear basket. And it's the it's a triple patty, oh. and then a mama bear is a double patty, and a baby bear is a single okay. patty. Yeah. Well, none of them were named Patty though. No, they were all no. they're all bears. Although so. the so we've got the papa, the mama, and the baby um, yes. bear. But if mm-hmm. you have just the bear, you don't have a patty at all. Oh, I'm proud of myself yes. for what I just you did. Phrase. And then since I had that long ride all by myself in the car, since I didn't have Tabin to entertain me on mm. those on those way up and down, I did Not go ahead cup. and listen to the Beef and Dairy podcast because Lux had mentioned the Beef and Dairy podcast that she likes. Oh, um, right. And it is very much Monty Python-esque. Oh. And I couldn't tell. They do a very good job of interviewing people. And it makes it sound like they're really real people with real jobs being asked absurd questions. Okay. So the one episode they were talking about how these uh, extraterrestrial scientists are looking for life on Mars. And the host keeps asking and saying, well, what kind of life are you looking for? And they're saying, well, microbial life. And he's like, well, like, uh, is, did, have you seen any evidence of cows on the on Mars? Are they like hoof prints? And the guy's like, no, we're not. No, what, do you, what the heck podcast is that? There's no animals on Mars. He says, well, are you sure? Maybe you just haven't found them. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's, that's a valid point. That's why you're valid looking point, for them. Yeah, yeah valid point, yeah. Uh, and then Rain had mentioned the Radio Rental podcast, and I tried to listen to that, but it was a little darker than I thought it was mm. going to be. I thought it was going to be more funny. And after an episode, I was like, "Eh, I wasn't in a long, I wasn't in a mood for a dark podcast uh, on the road." So I, I turned that one off. But I might listen in the future. Who knows? Who knows? You're muted. You're muted. Pinocchio's nose is not muted anymore. No, it's not. <laughs> what am you know, I they doing? Kicked, <laughs> you know, they they kicked Snow White out of uh, Disneyland. You know, oh, they did. I didn't know that. Yeah, they they found her sitting on Pinocchio's face saying, lie, lie. <laughs> so my past today, um, <laughs> yes. so last time we couldn't remember the two words I used before to describe Usagi, the samurai bunny. And mm-hmm. we remembered the word annoying, but later yes. I remembered the other word was impulsive. Oh, impulsive. Mm-hmm. Impulsive, arrogant, and annoying. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, arrogant. No, sorry. You're right. Arrogant was the other word. We see. I even messed that up right now. I didn't even remember. <laughs> no, you're right. They both start with the letter A. They, they all. They all do. Mm-hmm. So arrogant and impulsive imply annoying. Maybe that's what I was thinking. But you're right. That arrogant. Could, yeah, could, yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. And th- is that all your past? That's. That's all I got. I'm so. That's naughty. all you got. So I'm past. So 
Oh, oh. <sighs> so let's uh, let's get to that's just stupid. Unless you have something else you want to talk about. I want to mention that all you furs out there might have noticed that this pup right here does things and says things, and they're very extremely stupid and annoying, and barely has totally learned to just ignore them. <laughs> so, <laughs> so anyway, let's just move along. Let's just move, move along. along, little puppy. Okay, yes. Yeah, so speaking move of along. stupid. Let's get on let's to... Let's talk about... Let's right. stupid. Are you stupid or something? Stupid is stupid does, sir. So a Chinese man was trapped aloft in a hydrogen balloon for two days. Uh-oh. <laughs> that's that's quite an aloft right there. <laughs> yes. A Chinese state media says a man was found safe and sound after he spent two days aloft in a hydrogen balloon. He traveled about 200 miles after oh it became untethered and flew away while he was using it to, are you ready for this? He was using it to harvest pine nuts from a tree. Okay, so one, indeed, he did not mean to do this. No. And two, that's just stupid. <laughs> Who uses a balloon to harvest nuts? I mean, I don't, I'm, I how about a ladder? Don't. Squirrels are a lot smarter than that, so. Yes. <laughs> Plus, you know, they don't have, they don't, they can't blow up a balloon. So. Well, there is that. Right, right, right. Okay. Now, Arizona residents were terrorized, terrorized, I tell you, by a goat. Uh-oh. Um, yes, the goat got loose in a community and terrorized the community for hours before being apprehended. And upon being apprehended, promptly urinated on the deputy. <laughs> it was a, definitely a deputy then. <laughs> a deputy, yes. The Maricopa County Sheriff's Office uh, said in a Twitter post that the goat, which they dubbed Billy, ha, ha, ha. Terrorized some re residents of Tonopah, Tonopah for hours. Tonopah for causing damage, causing damage to a garage door and an electrical cord before being before chasing a resident around a car. What? The goat was chasing what? <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, deputies were able to take Billy into custody. At which point he assaulted one of the deputies by urinating on them. That's quite an assaultation right there. Right? Uh, Billy was put into special handcuffs and turned over to livestock control. He was charged with trespassing, assault, criminal damage, and disorderly conduct. <laughs> that's, that's the best part right there, the disorderly conduct. <laughs> right? It's like, don't you pee on me. The German party of AFD, it's a political party. AFD. Their symbol is an arrow, a red arrow. Okay. Okay. They thought it'd be really cool to design gummies with their political symbol, which is a red arrow. Okay. Now, think about what an arrow looks like. Okay. Really carefully. Okay. And then translate that into what it would look like if you made it into a three-dimensional gummy. It doesn't look like an arrow. Okay. Okay. It looks like male genitalia. And they sent out millions of these packages with their political statement. <laughs> Of try something new. <laughs> what was that? Oh. Oh. I have a feeling there's definitely something new going on right there. It, yes. <laughs> something something new. new and un, uh, the un, party. Sir, un, uh, I'm just going to. I'm stopping. I'm so <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> you're muting when you think you're not muting. And then you're unmuting. You're unmuting when you're not. <gasps> Oh, that's okay. I will let you continue and not 
you you've got it backwards. You're trying to mute, and but you're unmuting, and then you're not unmuting when you're trying to talk, and then you're muted. It's silly. Okay. Okay. So uh, so they uh, that's that's the news of just stupid. Do not do not send out gummy arrows because it does not look like an arrow. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. I will keep that in mind. Yes. Have you got anything that's stupid? Besides anything I do, um, no. So, um, but no, no specific things to reference that I can think of. <laughs> okay, awesome, awesome, possum. Oh, now, I, I do actually you... have something. I lied. Yes. Okay. I have a very stupid. Jo- every, you know, I've been making a very stupid jokes lately, and I have another one that I made up, and this one is actually. Like, I don't even know why I'm going to say this, but I'm going to say it anyway because it's so stupid. But I made it up. Okay, go okay. for it. So, I was at a party the other day, and some girl mm-hmm. was very, very excited to be there. She was so excited that she exclaimed, exclaimed, my cup overfilleth! And so Phyllis went home and got a new dress. <laughs> Did she have a lift? That too, yeah. <laughs> oh, she had a lift. She had a lisp, lisp, thwip it, thwip it, thwip it, thwip it. Anyway, 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 right along. Stupid is stupid does, sir. Moving right along to media. I'm not going to skip over media. I know. No. Nope. Nope. Moop. Moop. What have you been watching, Moop? I should have been muted there, apparently. Um, Apparently. So what if I... Oh, I go first? Oh, my cow. Yeah, I'm going to let you go first. Yeah. I'm so honored. And estranged from my widowed corn nuts. Your widowed corn nuts. Did their husband die? I think so. I I feel bad for the barbecue. <laughs> so bad. It's so bad. But that's not what I've been media-ing. Um, so what we've been media, watching. Media-ing. Media okay. Um, media-ing. I've been continuing. I, I mentioned last week how the season two of Samurai Rabbit came out. Um, and so yes. I've been watching that for lunchies. The it's arrogant really and good. annoying Samurai the Rabbit. Arrogant and annoying and in in uh, not insightful, but what do I say? Impulsive. Yes. Um Yes. He's getting a little better, though. He, that's how that's unfolding. Oh, he's maturing? That's good. Not much. Like, slightly. By just, just a hair. By just, just a hair. <laughs> we, we went there at the same time. I was just going to say that. Just a hair, yeah. <laughs> just a hair um, he's maturing. So for yeah. all you first that don't know, well, oh, <laughs> I told you, Samurai Rabbit, he's a bunny. Okay, anyway, and we've been re-watching season two, continuing re-watching season two of Big Bang Theory. It's so good, as you very well know. Mm-hmm. Yes. As far as movies, we actually got like three movies in somehow again. Wow. Um, I know. Like we did that last week too. How, what are we like? What? We're doing nothing apparently, but sitting around and watching movies. Are, are they good movies or are they movies that you wasted time on? Because last week you were wasted time on, on movies. many, many movies. <laughs> many well, movies, yes. Well, with bated breath, well. we wait to hear. And I'll let you know that one of the movies we watched was The Hudsucker Proxy. From 1994. Have you heard of this movie? I have heard of that one. Yeah. I wondered if you might have heard it because, well, it's from 1994 and it has Tim Robbins and Paul Newman in it. 
So it's got yes. two two big names. We we actually only got about forty five minutes in. It was not that it was extremely boring, but it was weird. And since it was 90, 1994, about halfway through, we're like, this is a 90s movie. We know that what we've seen just in the past 45 minutes will happen again in the next 45 minutes. So we t- decided not to watch it. <laughs> it's kind of weird and wacky. But, you know, if you want something weird and wacky to watch, it's worth to weird and wacky to watch. It's weird. It might be wor- wah, worth it. To um pay to you know check it out. Okay. So that wasn't a total bust. We also saw, have you heard of the movie from 2021, The Protege, with Samuel L. Jackson and Michael Keaton? Yes, Michael Keaton plays a bad guy. He does, he totally does. Yeah. I had a mm-hmm. feeling actually that you've probably seen it. What did you think of the movie? I thought it was good. Uh, I thought Michael Keaton did an excellent yeah, job I as I as a bad guy. Yeah. Uh there was a lot of Really good twists in that movie. I agree. I totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I really liked it. Samuel Jackson was, he's a Samuel Jackson, did a good job as always. But I, I totally agree. I thought it was good. Held my attention. I actually watched it to the end. Um, mm. And, um, you know, the girl, I forget her name, but I thought she did a great job and everything. Um, so we're on the same page, but it turns out that critics are not on our page. Oh, you know about this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So some of the, I I could go on and on about what the critics said, but I'll just say two things. Um, and uh, critic Mary Solosi from Entertainment Weekly said that the writing was uninspired and silly. <laughs> okay. I mean, well, and, and, and I, I can I kind of agree with that, but that's kind of Samuel L. Jackson's yeah. go-to. I'm, he never really plays anything serious. No, I mean, the snake's even on the when plane. it's super serious. Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. So, yeah, that, like, okay. But she, like, really, she said some other things. She really did not like it. And a Hollywood reporter, um, John DeFore, said it tries hard to make you think it's smart that its dumbness is impossible to forgive. Wow. That's so a, he did not. Like that's it. a mouthful. Yeah. No. So I don't agree. I'm, I'm glad we're on the same page. It was good. It was great. Um, I talked to my dad actually the other day um, about it, and he's seen it, and he really liked it too. So I don't know. Um, so that's another movie. Another movie we've we watched, which I'm sure you have too, Star Wars Rogue One. Oh, yes. Yeah. And mm-hmm. what did you think about Rogue One? Well, I like all the Star Wars movies. Mm-hmm. So did- was it the best in the series? Probably not, but... But it was still good. I mean, I haven't seen a bad Star Wars movie. I like Star Wars movies. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm a Trekkie. I'm a Warsy pup. Meaning I, I I guess actually, so if you're, a, I think we've talked about this before. So I'm totally going off rail for a second. But I think okay. we've talked about this before that if you're a Star Trek fan, you're a Trekkie. But if you're mm-hmm. a Star Wars fan, you're not a Warsy officially. I thought we talked about this. Uh, I don't think we ever talked about it. I just oh. thought we talked about Trekkies and Trekkers, but I think just Star Wars fans are just called Star Wars fans. Oh, <laughs> so, so I'm a Star I, Wars fan too. I, I, I've seen, I, um, I think all the Star Wars movies. This one, for me, this was actually too slow and boring. So I only watched like 45 minutes of it. Mm-hmm. You, of course, remember me talking, what was it last week talking about, or no, week before talking about Dune and how... Definitely yes. a lot of Dune pup right here. I actually like Dune better than this. I don't know. Okay. And, you know, I think we started 
at least started watching this before, or we did watch it before, because as I'm watching it, it's like, oh, I remember that guy. I remember this scene. This is very, I'm sure we've seen this mm-hmm. before, because I'm sure I did, just didn't did, just didn't dream it or something. But I don't know if we finished watching it or we did the same thing and thought it was too slow and boring before and didn't watch the rest of it. So that's the mm. mystery and adventure right there. There you go. That's, you know, you never know what's going to happen when taping turns on the television. You don't. So it wasn't mm-hmm. a total bust there either, even though we thought it was slow and boring and didn't finish it. There is mystery and intrigued involved. It's just not what you would think it would be. <laughs> okay. And so there's my media for the week. How about you, Mr. Barely? Well, uh, besides the aforementioned podcasts that I listened to on my road trip, I was very excited at the hotel when we were there that the television, they had cable and they had the Cartoon Network and oh. they had the new the new season of Rick and Morty. They had three episodes. So I was able to uh, listen or watch that. Oh, yeah. I, so, I, must, I know what you must think about that. I know. Yeah, I love yeah. Rick and Morty. Yep. And so and this was like, if, were they playing like the newest new season? Yes. So you, yep. did you see some episodes you hadn't seen yet, or you finished it all? Oh yes. Oh really? No, no, no. It was just, it was just, they just had three out so far. <gasps> so I got to watch three episodes. Hey, I was very excited. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that seems like a very yeah. productive trip, even more so than I would have thought. It was, yes. Uh, and then I watched, of course, the newest episode of House of Dragon, the nice. prequel to Game of Thrones. Nice. Is that still and... going well? Oh yes. This one was a very dark episode. Oh. Um, there was. As something was happening, I'm I'm sitting there thinking, no, he's not going to do that. No, no, he's not going to. Oh no, oh god, he's doing that. Oh no, 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 and then he couldn't do it. So, um, if anybody's watched it, I think that you'll know what I'm talking about. I don't want to spoil anything, but it was it was quite quite dark. And then I watched. I've been watching the post show show, which is where they talk to the writers and the producers. And they talk about the episode. Oh, of and House of why they did, right? Okay. Which they talk about, you know, what why they did what they did, the choices they made for doing certain things a certain way, and it was very interesting because the director of this episode was um, a woman, mm-hmm. and she was explaining how a female's take on certain things is different than a male's take on certain things. Okay. So she had to figure out a way to portray the scene in such a way. That it was engaging, but you knew that it was wrong. Oh, interesting. So, that is very interesting. Yeah. So, and again, no spoilers. I don't want to spoil it for anybody that hasn't watched it. But when you watch it, you'll know what I'm talking about because you'll be like, oh, no, he's not going to do Oh, my God, he's not going to do that, is he? Oh, no, he's not going to do that. And then he couldn't. So, um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't started it yet, but I'm excited to do so. Um, you know, love the Game of Thrones and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm looking forward. And I and I toyed with the idea of waiting till it was all oh, out so I could oh, okay. binge it. Yeah. But oh, now you're stuck. This way, I can, now I'm stuck. And but I'll binge it again after it's done. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just go straight through the whole thing. And that's all I've been doing because you know, having you taken a couple of days off from work, <laughs> yeah. I went to California and uh, had a great time down there. I actually went down to Mr. S Leather when we were there. Oh, it was the other place we always down. talk about. We always talk about stopping there too, but again, that's another 2-hour detour around plus, you know, the time you're going to spend there. So bucket list, got it done. Yay. Picked up some stuff from Mr. S and uh 
If you want to know what, listen to the other podcast and you'll find out what I bought at Mr. S. <laughs> it's kind of so, a roundabout way to get there, but you, you'll get there if you go. Yeah. You'll, you'll get there. Yes. yes, yes. Airport left. The airport left. That's all I've been doing, watching, listening to, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You know, I never knew my stepladder. I know. It's terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> if any of you first get that reference... That means you've been listening to the last few episodes and write us in and let us know, hey, I got that episode or um, no, that reference. Or, or something. Yes, absolutely. <gasps> oh, I got that um, helium balloon. <laughs> what? With squirrels harvesting yes, your pine exactly, nuts in a balloon. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my. What is Speaking this of- podcast even? <laughs> Speaking of squirrels, it's been a while since you've given us any updates about squirrel chasing or tail or oh, anything like that. it has been. It has been. It's been a long time. It's been a long time. Well, you know, this week it hasn't been. I said there was a little bit of that this week. I forgot to take down the notes of what I actually did. So I will take down the notes if any of that occurs this week. And in fact, I'll write myself a note now to remember to write down any notes if that happens. And I will talk about it next week. Yeah. You'll take a note to take notes. Yes, that's, <laughs> that's what I'm doing right now. Note, I'm, this one writing, note to take notes on squirrels and tail chasing. There you go. There. Okay. And if, oh. and if I sing it, I'll sing it in the note of pup. The note of pup. The key of pup. The key of pup. The key of the key of pup. All right, let's get to furries in the news. Wow! <laughs> oh my cow! What is even going? Why am I visually shaking? I'm so done. He's having a seizure. He's having a seizure. Oh my goodness. Oh my cow. Okay. Oh. Woo. Uh, Woo. Whoa. Challenge to furs. Yes. Let us know what just happened to you when that just happened. There you go. <laughs> it's like, well, I took my headphones you off did. because the, the first, like, ah, it was very loud, very, very loud. Oh, my cow. Okay. So lately in the news, there has been a lot, a lot of articles. I'm not sure why, what, what's driving this, but it's, there's a lot of articles about what it means to be furry. Hmm. And every, Author is trying to explain what it's like to be a furry. I'm not sure why Where that came this from. is popping up now. It's like every week there's somebody else explaining what a furry is. Hmm. Who knows? Who knows? But um, this title is, go on, embrace your fursona. Here's what it means to be a furry on TikTok. On TikTok. What I thought was funny was what it means to be a furry on TikTok. But the article said nothing about TikTok furries, just that apparently they found furries on tiktok and so that's where they went with the article okay uh this article while focusing on tiktok basically explains to the uninitiated what a furry is they highlight two prolific tiktok furries pikes the fox and barry banana dragon 
Okay. I don't know. Have, have you heard of either I one of these furs? Heard. Sorry if any of you furs listen to this pupcast, which I know you're not, so I can say anything I want about you. <laughs> I have not heard of you, and I am very, very, very sorry. But now I have, and so I'm enlightened that I have. Well, and we should probably try to get them on the show we because should. Pikes the Fox uh, has over 232,000 followers oh on TikTok. Cow. And that there be- that many furries out there? Yeah, 232,000. Wow. Well, 232.7,000. And Barry the Banana Dragon, who is a very proud veteran furry, has 165,000 followers. Um, Wow. Okay. They're the two of the biggest furry content creators on TikTok, making content surrounding story times (laughs) and general life while fursuiting. Okay. And while they defined what a furry is... TikTok user Pierced Yeen tells you what a furry isn't. Yes. No, he says, we don't believe we're animals or want to be animals. Speak for himself. Well, I am a pup after all. People that think they that way may categorize themselves as other kin or therian. Now, we've talked about that before with a couple of our guests. True. That that there's fursonas and there's furries and there's therians and other kin. So when you say to a furry suitor, a furry suitor, that they're pretending to be an animal, it's really just them dressing up and acting as a character, they continued. So in short, being a furry is a creative and fun hobby that brings people together and is great for finding friends and gaining confidence. There you go. Okay. But but that's that's one author's and one one furry's take on what being a furry is and isn't. Definitely. I'm not going to say anything. We'll just go with that. Okay. All right. I have so many things I could say, but I'm not going to. Instead, I'm going to say, if you had a pineapple fruit on your lawn chair when you wanted to sit down and sunbathe, would you, one, eat it? Oh, eat it. Just eat it. Or would you remove it and put it on the ground? Everything. Or would you throw it at the local pine tree? Hmm. I would just cut it up and eat it. Oh, okay. eat it. Just eat it. That's that's me. I mean, that sounds get that, that little. It, it would probably, if it was a barking pineapple, it would be very painful because the device mm. I have for opening up a pineapple is is not a pleasant looking device. Have you ever seen those pi- pineapple slicers? I don't think so. No. <laughs> so essentially, it's a. A long tube with a a bunch of with a flat disc on the bottom and a handle on the top, and the flat disc has kind of a spiral, half a spiral to it. Okay. Okay. So, and then there's a there's a hole. Okay. That's got a sharp edge to it. Mm-hmm. So think of the spiral going around like half a spring, and so so when you crank that into the pineapple. It makes spiral slices all the way down, and it takes the core out at the same time. So then you pull that out. Okay, okay, I can visualize that now. Yeah, yeah. And then you can push the core out, and then you just take a knife and slice it down the side, and you have perfect pineapple rings. (gasps) That's fun. Yeah. (gasps) But a barking pineapple would probably bark a lot and scream when I was doing that, because basically I would be eviscerating it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't like the sound of that, actually, so. (laughs) No. (laughs) Well, so we'll have to get a pineapple slicer and a pineapple uh, and and demonstrate that for you at the next uh, fur con. Nice. 
do it on stage yes. or something. Are you first? Yes. Here this is. <laughs> Here's here it is. We're going to slice a pineapple. And people have been walking by going, why are they, what? Why are they why doing are that they? on stage? What's... Oh, yeah. We're at oh, a it's just, oh, it's Tabin. Oh, it's Tabin. Okay, okay, never mind. Yeah, right just... <laughs> yeah there's that. I'll have to get you a, um, a, a lab coat and some big goggles so you're like scientist <laughs> doing science experiments. Oh, my God. We have a new thing. <laughs> there you go. And it, it wouldn't be a lab coat, though. It would be a collie coat. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Yes. For all mm. you first that didn't well, know, I'm part border collie, so. Mm-hmm. You're also part, what's the other part? Burmese mountain dog. Yes. <gasps> That's really I remember. Barely, you remembered. Yes, Yay. I did. Yes. And what am I? You are bintrong. Well, half bintrong. The lower half is bintrong yes. and the upper half is bear. That's right. We know each other, all you furs out there, <laughs> write in and tell us what you think about the fact that we actually know each other after all these <laughs> Years. It's amazing. After all these years. Amazing. It's amazing that we know each other. So do you have something for the news? I do. Okay. Let's hear it. Okay. Um, okay. I hope it won't take too long. I, I probably have more notes here about it than I actually need, but I'm going to say them anyway, because why not? Why not? Hey. So, um. Go for the, it. Go for it. So, you know, um, there's different, um drawing styles and everything. And there's lots of wonderful furry and non-furry artists out there and everything. And there's hand drawing and painting and um, crayons and, and special things. But then also some furs and some people use Photoshop and, and they, they do the digital art and it's all really amazing and wonderful and everything. So this is all surrounding very recent um, hubbubs uh, surrounding these techniques of um, drawing and painting. So ours... Technia, which is an online tech-slash-science-slash-gaming webzine, has this article, Flooded with AI-generated images, some art communities ban them completely. And mm -hmm. uh, and there's there's a link to this, and we'll put a link on, on the BFFT website. But so the... And this isn't furries in the news, because furries are in this. I'll get there. So um, the, the article says, Confronted with an overwhelming amount of artifact... Artiful? Artificial intelligence-generated artwork flooding in. Some online art communities have taken dramatic steps to ban or curb its presence on their sites, including Newgrounds, Inkblot Art, and Fur Affinity, um, according to um, Andy Bale of Waxy.org. Mm -hmm. You know about this? Wow. Okay. Yes. Yes. I've heard about this. I, have, I had not heard about this, actually. I just heard about this oh, just okay. like yesterday. So Okay. Um, yeah. And as far as the furry scene goes, there's a really recent thing. Anyway, I'll get there. I'll get there. Hi. Mm, mm -hmm. <laughs> Hi. Mm -hmm. um, so the article goes on to say, in banning art created through image synthesis in its art portal, Newgrounds wrote, we want to keep the focus on art made by people and not have the art portal flooded with computer-generated art. Now, fur affinity... Uh, Dragonair, you know, Dragonair is the fur affinity uh, fur. Yes. Dragonair cited concerns about the ethics of how image synthesis, and it was in this non-furry article that Dragonair cited concerns about the ethics of how image synthesis models learn from existing artwork, writing that, quote unquote, our goal is to support artists and their content. We don't believe it's in our community's best interest to allow AI-generated contact content on the site. But the article goes on to say the current wave of image synthesis tools 
allows users to type in a written description called a quote unquote prompt. And <laughs> prompt, that's a word that they use. It is a word. <laughs> a word. Prompt. And output an, a matching image, almost like magic. The results often need cherry picking and dedication to just get it right, but with a skillfully crafted prompt, the results can imitate the works of human artists and sometimes with stunning detail. Um, the most successful prompts often reference existing artists and art websites by name, and, but rarely alone. Uh, so they mix artists that can create innovative and st new stylistic blends. A few weeks ago, some artists began discovering their artwork actually in the uh, quote-unquote uh, stable diffusion data set, and they weren't happy about it. And there's some, mm -hmm. a link on the website about, yeah, they're not happy because like their names are all of a sudden on this. What is this? More specific in the furry community, the, you know, Flera, uh, the furry um, furry webzine, Flera. Mm -hmm. uh, yes. You just made a face. No, no, I, 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 it's my face. Oh, <laughs> you, you didn't make a face. You, you have one. I have a Barely face. did yes. you know that I was you born have with a it. face? I know. I was born with this way. <laughs> you have a great face for not just radio, radio but also for <laughs> television and video and everything else media, including 8-Track. Okay. 8-Track. You have a great face for 8-Track. It's, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's a really good format, according to Rain. <laughs> and not the, just a format. Superior format. It's, it's yes. an 8-mat. Anyway, hi. Um, so, uh -oh. Flera, uh, the article is titled Fur Affinity Bands Artworks Generated by Artificial Intelligence Programs. So, mm -hmm. this was just September 5th. So, relatively, like really recently. Yes. Fur Affinity announced that it will not be accepting artworks. They're just not accepting artworks that are generated by artificial intelligence programs. Recently, computer algorithm. Hi. Recently, computer Hi. algorithm generated artwork has come under much discussion as machine learning applications such as Dall E. So, any further that wants to check it out, that's D A L L E, have shown the ability to take obscure prompts and create arts, art pieces based on them. I mean, that's just what I was just talking about, the other thing, but you know, this is the furry. Anyway, so Dragoneer mm -hmm. uh, from Furfriendy says, quote unquote, AI and machine learning applications, Dolly and Crayon is another one, C-R-A-I-Y-O-N, sample mm -hmm. other artists' work to create content. That content generated can reference hundreds, even thousands of pieces of work from other artists to create derivative images, he says. Our mm -hmm. goal is to support artists and their content. We do not believe in our. it is in our community's best interest to allow AI generate content on the site. Dragonair indicated in a Twitter statement on how blatant these programs are in assimilating the pieces of other artists as their own. Dun, dun, dun. Mm -hmm. He pointed to an example of a signature placed on a piece giving evidence of those that program sampled from. So the programs aren't like trying to hide it or anything. It's just like, right. it's right there. Dragoner indicated in a Twitter statement on how blatant these programs are in assimilating the pieces of other artists as their own. So it's like it's like their own. They're not even saying, oh, here's another. It's, it's their own. That's naughty. Mm -hmm. Dragoner also said, look, the AI generated art 
is openly co copywriting the signatures of the artists and teams it's sampling from. Maybe even from somebody you know it's too much. <sighs> and one more. <sighs> okay. Easy, boy. Oh. Easy, pup. Easy. Easy, pup. Here. Let me give you a treat. Calm down. Calm down. Uh, okay. So, uh. float over blow from... This is a for from a math first chat I am on. I got his mm -hmm. or her or their permission to yes. quote them by saying okay. Dragonair is taking the stance that it's like tracing, which I think we're pretty close to. I just um, I think it's uh, so I just copied and pasted the sentence and everything because I didn't want to misquote what Float said. And so the sentence doesn't make any sense as stated. It says, which I think we're pretty close to. I just being a brush. <laughs> Hi, <laughs> I just being a brush. brush. <laughs> I'm being a brush. Did he go into? Did they go into the transformation, Ray? I'm guessing so. Float, shout out to you. I will. Um, if you're listening, <laughs> awesome, wonderful sentence. So I'll I'll edit the sentence a little bit to make a little bit more saying by saying, Dragonir is taking the stance that it's like tracing, which I think we're pretty close to. It's like being a uh, the brush tool in Photoshop. Or the clone tool. It's not going back in the box to, you know, it's, it's going to be there. If we don't have an art culture resilient to this, we don't have an art culture. And that's his take on what Dragonair is saying okay. to try and explain everything that just happened there. Yes. I want to go on and sing. So in this flavor article, um, Rakuin Grau, Grau, hi, Growlith doesn't quite agree with this. So there's there's another side to this. Well, there's always a, there's, there's always two or three sides to a story. Five or six, and actually, he raises some. They raise some um, good points here. Actually, they say, in a sense, it feels like some sort of snobbishness that might lead someone to say that digital art isn't real art because there's an undo button and tools like blurs and filters with function automatic, which function automatically goes on to say, that's all true. It's not the same as hand-drawing art, but it takes skills to use those tools effectively. I think that's actually a very mm -hmm. good point right there. It's mm -hmm. like, well, I mean, it's a different medium, but you, you not just any fur can just go in and use the medium. They've, you know, can take lots of training, as you know very well, Barry. It takes... I couldn't draw th three stick figures that look decent, even with all the AI in the world. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> oh, my so. cow. I, I, You could do three. I couldn't do two. So I, we're oh, on the okay. same yeah. mind there. So, I <laughs> the mean, same ilk. It, it does. It takes still a lot of skill to use that. Um, they go on and say, I imagine the better artists will be those that can envision more interesting scenes and write better prompts to generate those images. So mm -hmm. that, that's, uh, I mean, there's still a creativity component to it. Uh, Rakuen goes on to say, as for the algorithms analyzing thousands of artworks, well, so what? That's what artists do too. You're supposed to look at art from different artists and learn from them. Sometimes that means studying how the poses work, how to lay out the individual aspects of a piece, or even copying a style or technique. Goes on to say more, but in summary, the, the AI is not doing anything that humans haven't been doing already. Um, so that, that, and there's very, a lot more interesting takes in this article. Dog Patch Press also has an interesting article on, on all this that goes on to say other things. So I recommend checking that out too. Links to all three of these articles will be on the website. 
So while you first check it out, write us in and let us know what you think about it. If you really want to, you can come on the show and we can discuss it. Hear your thoughts. Sure. Yeah. And you, I mean, I kind of agree with what you were saying at the end there, you know, artists look at different things. I mean, you know, when you walk around a fur con in the artist den and you see somebody drawing something, you're like, oh, that style is this kind of a style. So the artist, Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. has looked at a style of art. I mean, how many different artists do art in the style of My Little Pony? Lots. So, <laughs> so is it is it original art or are they copying somebody else's mm. art style? And, you know, just because they put pen to paper or stylus to electronics, are they really doing something original or are they using their knowledge of what something looks like to create art and AI is the same way. Yeah. I mean, remember we talked uh, several episodes, well, last season about that one, the very first AI site that you could actually, that it was sampling everybody oh, else's yeah. artwork yeah, 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 yeah. to create, that. to create personas. That was probably the first one that actually did it. And then as AI gets smarter and smarter and smarter. And I go back to, there was a Isaac Asimov. If you remember, he wrote many, many books years ago, uh, one of them was "Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep?" And <laughs> in that series, that was one story in, in a whole bunch of series. But the robot in iRobot, if you remember that uh, with series, uh, Will Smith, no, not the Will Smith. Yeah, okay, yeah, Will Smith was in the movie, yeah. but but the whole series, the robot. In fact, even in the Foundation series, the robot is the same robot throughout all of his books. Oh. And it develops consciousness and sentience, even though it's an artificial life form, and it does its own art hmm. and draws art. And that's what gave the people the clue that this robot had become sentient because it, it created art. It, it created something on its own. It created something hmm. on its own. Very And so... You know, if you take all these AIs and it creates something that's original based on looking at everything on the on the webs, I mean, if artists don't want their stuff to be used for sampling, then don't put it on the webs. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of where it is. Know, yeah. Kind of where it is. But, you know, are they really stealing it? And I kind of fall on both sides of this argument. I mean, I can understand where the artists are like, I don't like you using my art to to sample but by the same token, if I alter it, it's no longer your art. And maybe there's it's mine. A, there's maybe there's a component of, um, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, should maybe some furs might feel honored that their art was chosen? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe there's exactly. that side too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm with you. It's, I, I it's, follow kind of in, on both sides. It's kind of a hard hard thing to uh, pick apart, if it were. As it were. Right. I mean, you know, if somebody wants to sample our show and put music to it, I'd be flattered myself. Yeah. But, but, you yes. <laughs> you actually, wait, so. do you know, are you sure you got the right show? Have you right. heard of us? <laughs> exactly. I'd be like, you, right. you do know what you're doing. Okay. Thank you. Okay. There Thank you go. You. <laughs> yep. 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 Okay. Well, let's put that episode, let's put that subject to rest. Actually, let's visit it again in a couple of weeks okay. and see what's what's going on. And we'll and talk about that. Maybe okay. we can get some of the artists on. Maybe, maybe we can get some art artists that we've had on before and, and I, ask them about get, it. Um, I'm sure we could get Tater. 
we get Tater on to talk about it, what she thinks about it, what they think about it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and but yeah, we've had some others. So yeah, we, that would be very yeah. interesting and cool to get some artists that are actually doing this stuff and um, yeah. get take on it. Maybe we'll do a focus on. Focus on. Oh, that'd be cool. Get some furs from both yeah. sides of the some that are both sides um, of the argument. Yeah. Both sides of the argument that are okay with it. It'll be not like okay the, with it. It'll be like the McNeil Lear News Hour. The <laughs> or, Mc- or 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 King Bob, Bill, whatever his name was. Bob. The guy with the, the one with the suspenders that died. Bob the suspenders, <laughs> fireman with pumpernickel bread and grimace. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, let's get to upcoming events. Uh, of course, our 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 weekly plug for the new convention in Seaside, Oregon, Get Out the Float, October 27th through the 30th at the Seaside Convention Center. We will be there. Uh, we have several of our well well well-known friends for the pod going to be there and I was watching, I was reading the the Telegram chat for that and there was a little bit of confusion. Somebody said that all the rooms were sold out, and then somebody said, no, they called the hotel. All the rooms aren't sold out, so there's still rooms available. <laughs> so, you know, it went back and forth. But you in know, the end, there are the, still rooms. <laughs> there, there are still rooms, yes. And then there is a lot of there's a lot of things going on in that web on that telegram chat. I'm like, oh, I I I don't want to get sucked into this. But um And and also, yes, we'll be there and we're we'll have the a live podcast podcast and um mm-hmm. i'll be doing a story time one of my story times if any of you first have been to yep. a con and seen my story time with Taben, i'll be doing that and um i think i'm also going to do a Taben sings weird al so if you saw me do yep. that at blfc um or yep. s- it's on my youtube maybe you saw it on my youtube and if you did yep. thank you so much you are amazing you are amazing. the one yes. that has actually seen it so thank you but i'll, I'll be doing that at uh <laughs> get out the float too <laughs> yep and rain will be uh djing rain dance. will be there will actually be like 80s and 90s so all you furs so i'm glad you brightened that up because you know what at cons and everything you've got all these djs and there's great music and everything but not so much that you hear the 80s and 90s and like older stuff that you might like want to listen mm-hmm. to and stuff because there are some 80 furs and retro furs out there i mean i think yeah. i'm in a retro fur chat as a matter of fact um there you go but yep. uh yeah uh rain is a big 80s 90s fur so um he'll be doing some 80s 90s and other stuff too of course of course so yeah. there's another good so, reason to come on out to the seaside yeah. in oregon Get out the float. All right. Uh, coming up on September 24th, when this episode drops, is the <laughs> Philly fur. That is it's a silly the, fur. Uh, Philly fur, not silly fur. Oh. Uh, in uh, Quezon City, Philippines. The Rugen Fur Con, September 29th through October Rugen? 2nd at the Kerhaus Bins Bins, Germany. Bins Bins. Bins Bins. Bins Bins. Bins. And then we have If you were H-Con. to put all the furries into a big box in Germany at that for a con, you would have bins, bins in bins, bins and bins, bins and bins and bins and bins. Not to be confused with blintzes, which is a a treat. Is it blintz? <gasps> a blintz? So yes, a blintzen. Blintzen bins and bins. A blintzen bins. Yes, and then there's HCon. <laughs> I don't know what the I don't know what the H stands for, but it's HCon 2022, October 1st through the 9th in uh, Petershof. Hi, Peter. Hi, how you doing? Petershof. In uh, Erbach, Germany. So there's a lot of German cons coming up. Yeah. H-Con. Um, so maybe it's like a really friendly convention and H stands for hello or hi or something. Hello. Hi. Hi, <laughs> hi Con. Hi. It's a hi, Con. How are you doing? Hi, Con. 
Hi, Con. Hey. hey. So uh, we have some more local cons coming up uh, in the far future. So did you want to talk about that? Sure. Okay. And, talk about and, that. And, and indeed, this is um, AW Anthro Northwest in Seattle, Oregon. Seattle, Seattle, Washington. 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 Yes. Wow, where am I? <laughs> we don't have we don't have a Seattle, Oregon. Yeah, we don't have a Seattle, Oregon. No. Uh, so yes. Yeah, so just for the record, Anthro Northwest is in Seattle, Washington, January five through eighth. Um, and we bring this up now, even though it's like three months in the future and everything, or for whatever, um, because as of this recording. The hotel and registration opened just last night. So that would be, if you're listening to this now, um, well, when it came out, it would be when it came out. a week ago that the hotel so, and registration opened. It opened September 14th. Thank you. That is a much go. better way to- <laughs> Much easier to you. say things. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> the hotel and registration opened September 14th for ANW in Seattle, Washington, not Oregon. January 5 through 8. Th- eight. This is yes. why Barely's here because he helps me because I'm just a puppet and I don't do things very well. Um, okay. So fun thing to note, way in the future. So Ferlandia in Portland, Oregon is... Not Portland, Washington. Not Portland, Washington. <laughs> but the, Portland, Oregon um, is May 26 through 28 next year. So it's way in the future. But I wanted to... I thought it's a fun note. Um, they just recently got the website kind of update and everything. The theme for Ferlandia next year is your character here and the guest of honor is you. And that's why they okay. want your character. That's why the theme is your character ah, here because they want your character gotcha. here. Because So if you're, if you go out to Ferlandia, you that you're a guest of honor. And in fact, um, the highest level registration, you can get a pin that says guest of honor. So guest you can of honor. be a guest of honor. <laughs> cute. So I thought it was cute. cute. Very inclusive theme they've got going on. And also, you know, um, FC, well, I meant to actually say this after the NW note. So NW, you know, is the following weekend, January 12th through 16th. The mm-hmm. website is up and everything. And it just says hotel reservations will be opening soon. So A&W is, uh, we'll see. Um, if how far ahead mm. A&W is of FC. They're, it's a race. Mm. It's a race. A race. Or something. Well, no, because they won because A&W already oh, has their hotel it's and It's not a race open. anymore. No, they won the race because FC hasn't done it. Because FC and hasn't and done it. A&W did. Yeah. So there is no race. What so am there I you go. About? I have no idea. Yeah. What are you talking about, Taylor? I have no idea. And thanks for asking. Okay. All right. <laughs> so. Okay. Uh, oh, do you have I, one more thing to say about AW? I forgot to say. Um, yes. So AW Papa has Bear Basket. four. What was that? Papa Bear Basket. Papa Bear Basket. <laughs> and the Bear Basket doesn't have any patty. Yes. Um, yep. So AW actually has four levels of registration attendee, a sponsor, super sponsor, and a fourth one, ultra sponsor. Now, ultra sponsor, and they had this last year actually too. Ultra sponsor is $1,900. They only have like one or two of them. And with it, you get, of course, all the perks of a super sponsor, which is everything else that you have. And you get a luxury suite. So that's, but they only have like one or two of those. So if you're interested, all you first want to really splurge on a con, you can go ultra sponsor. And I mean, the super sponsor is, I forget how much. It's not like 
half of that 800 or something is a typical 250 i think it is mm-hmm. yeah that's right super yeah. sponsor is 250 um sponsor is 150 attendee is uh, i want to say 50 70 something like that anyway okay but the difference is as an ultra sponsor you get a room as part of your as part of your deal that's yeah that's a good right. point not and whereas the yeah. others you don't that's a good so, point yeah 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 that that makes so yeah i never thought about that like yeah duh i mean you get a room i yeah. mean not only is it a room i mean just if it were but a, it's a room, super that'd be luxury cool, room this is yeah. like an amazing room an amazing room all right. okay all right well there you go there you okay go. there you go now you promised our furs listeners that you were going to give us a few more letters in the very strange letter book. Yes, and I am going to do that. Pause while I go um, help myself fill up my puppy dish with okay. some lemon water. This is a special night because I get lemon water in my puppy well, dish. Lemon water. Ooh, so I'm going to go refresh okay. that. Okay, we'll be waiting. Is it you? Oh, so while you were gone, oh. I, I opened up a package of burnt peanuts from the olive pit. Oh, it's a candy. Okay. okay. And I was reading the back. So it's peanuts. It's got peanuts. They're candy coated peanuts. All right. Okay. Very simple. Mm-hmm. On the back, it says caution package in a facility that processes peanuts. Well, I certainly hope so, <laughs> since these are peanuts. <laughs> yeah. <that's- laughs> I- I mean, why Why would you need it? That's just (laughs) stupid. (laughs) That's just stupid. Should have been on the, that's just stupid. Uh, But yes, I have the next, I thought um, I'll go through the next five letters. So um, all you first, if you didn't hear um, two episodes ago, um, I started reading from this book called P is for pterodactyl. And so it's got to goes through the alphabet and gives Mm -hmm. you a word. That starts with that letter of the alphabet, and it's not pronounced that way. <laughs> so I did right. A through E before, and so now I'll do F through mm-hmm. F, G, H, I, J, through J. I had to count them out because I don't know what the next e. <laughs> five are. Okay. F is not for photo, phlegm, phooey, or phone. F is only for photo when you speak fluent Spanish at home, F-O-T-O. Mm-hmm. Okay. I okay. learned something. Um, G yes. is for nochi. Okay. It is. It's a, which, which is a very tasty Italian Oh, I love basically. nochi. I, uh-huh. It might be pronounced nochi, but I love nochi. Nochi. Um, the gnome yells, waiter, that's a bright white gnat nibbling on my nochi. Those are all words that start <laughs> with G. Start with G, yes. <laughs> um. It's a very educational book. It gives you sentence so that you can mm-hmm. use, get lots of practice. Um, H is for air. <laughs> H-E-I-R. Yes. <laughs> the honest- which many people, which many people know about now since the queen has passed. There's been so much talk about who's the heir to the throne. And the yes. court, the, the brave corgis. Yes, those brave corgis. The honest heir admits that herbalism isn't his cup of tea. <laughs> ah, that's okay. okay. Um, yes. I is not for I. 
Eye? Your eye? No. no. We asked the pirate if he has two eyes, and he said, I, I. <laughs> I, I. <laughs> and of course, that reminds me of the joke from last week that I love. You remember it? Yes. Said, R, I'm 80. And you said, oh, you have to read it out loud to understand it. Yeah. Yes. And, well, and for all you first, just so you know, for the record, the joke actually goes, what do pirates say on their 80th birthday? They say, I'm 80. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a, uh-huh. my, I told that to my honey and he, he said, he got it the first time, but over time. And then he said, it's a slow burn. Cause like it, this keeps, mm-hmm. I loved it. Like for the next like half hour, I kept laughing and laughing more about it. Each, each time I thought about it, I love it. Okay. Um, J is for, well, I, love it. I must not pronounce it. Right. J is for J J A I. A-L-A-I. Hialai. Hialai. Oh, okay. J's for Hialai. Juanita and Yorn happily played Hialai before eating fajitas in Juarez. <laughs> Juarez. No. Juarez. Our, our, that one. Juarez. A, Juarez, Mexico. Mexicani. Yes. So that is my five letters for this week. Yes. Now, did you listen to when you first did it and I put the Bare Naked Ladies song after it? I haven't heard the episode yet. No. Oh, you should you should go listen to I that. I should. Because, okay, I'll make myself a yeah. note. I'll make myself a note. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. So. F is for phone, but not like when I call the lady. I thought phone started with a P, like a P-H. No, it's F-O-H-N. It's a it's kind of wind. Yeah, I- I know what you mean by what G for gnarly, I for irk, H is for hour, J for jalapeno, good in either corn or flour, tortillas, nice rhyme. Okay, well, we've taken up more time than I wanted to so far, and I thought when we started zipping through things at the beginning, we were going to be like a 20-minute episode, and then, huh, well, no, it's uh, taken an hour, so let's just get to some jokes. Okay. Woo. Okay. You know, Tabin, I want to ask you a question. Do you know what ink and pigs have in common? Mm. They're hooves. No, they both belong in a pen. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh. And hooves? Mm. Pens don't have hooves. <laughs> Pens don't have hooves. And there's no hooves on the moon. And there's no or on, on, on Marms. On- Marms. Marms? Marms. Marms is a planet. Nearby, it's between Jupiter and Mars. It's Marms. Marms. Nobody knows about it. It's very it's tiny. Very tiny. It's a tiny little planet. Yeah. Um. It's got, it's got microbes on it. <laughs> for whatever reason, that reminds me of something I said to a fur just today, because mm-hmm. um, I was talking about how I wasn't able to make it to Furlandia last year because I had, um, I had a hotel and I was all set to go and everything, but my plans fell, th- ah, my plans fell through. Then I said. Much like a small marble rolling around on Swiss cheese, it fell through. Ah, uh, very cool. I, I was yes. proud of myself, actually. So. That was very good, yes. Um, Th- that was a good analogy. Analogy? Well, I thought it was a great analogy. Um, oh, yeah, so I have this book that I'm just... All you first, I have not read any of these before. Now, each page has five, one, two, three, four, five on them. And last week, because there were some that... 
it so happened we had actually told on our own before, so I went yes. halfway to the next page, and that kind of offends. I can't just like do five now because it'll end in the middle of the next page. So I'll finish this page and then do the next page. And if there's any <laughs> that I've we've already talked, maybe I'll skip them or maybe not. How's that? <laughs> okay. You can't. Well, you I can't you. end in the middle of a page. I mean, come on. So uh, the, all right. The, actually, it turns out that the right. last the last joke here that in this book is the I matey joke. So um, next is okay. What kind of undies do clouds wear? I don't know. What kind of undies do clouds wear? Thunderwear. <laughs> oh, oh, my cow. Thunderwear. So, hmm. Have you ever been to a um, ever been to a hospital, gone into the nursery with all the new babies in there, all screaming and crying? I have not, but I've seen... Um, Movies that have this. I think that room scares yes. me, so I've never been in it. Well, you know, if you have a bunch of chubby babies in there, you know what those are? I have no idea. Well, that's heavy infant tree. Leia Tick. <laughs> I, gotta, I tell you, uh, folks, uh, first, uh, I pick these out because I think they're stupid and, va- and fun. So there you go. <laughs> oh, that was one of yours that you picked out. That wasn't just one you. Okay. Uh, no, no, I picked that out. Okay, yes. Got mm-hmm. it. Got it. Mm-hmm. Oh. What's your next one? Oh. Well, I don't know what my next one is, but I have always wanted to know where would I take my. Uh oh. Uh oh. Okay. He read the answer before he said I did, it. So, and I'm going to say, uh-huh. Mr. Barely, I'm going to give you yes. three guesses, and I'm, I bet you're going to get the answer on the first one. Oh, you know, you have to. You you always say that to me, and I can't get them right no, away because my brain is trying to think. So, go ahead. Um, okay. where do you take a sick boat? To the dock. Yes, you do. Hey. <laughs> you need to do it. Okay. okay let, me, All right. let me go to the next one since so I got more, and you got okay. one. Um, okay. Actually, maybe you get this one too. You might already know. This. Okay. All right. How funny are mountains? How funny are mountains? They're hilarious. Yes. Yeah, so I'll go into the next okay. one. You got that. Okay. How do you make a waterbed more bouncy? You got this one too. You got this. You got this. Uh, how do you make a waterbed more bouncy? Oh, that one's eluding me. I don't know. You fill oh. it with spring water. Oh, okay. I like that one. How do you make a waterbed more bouncy? Fill it with spring water. Hmm. Okay, okay. Okay. You know, the other day I put a dartboard on the ceiling. Mm. Now I'm constantly throwing up. Ah! It's, it's hard. <laughs> I mean, you got to take your Pepto for that one. That's true. That's true. Throw, throw some Pepto up there and see what happens. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you, you'll either get your ceiling pink or yourself pink. I know that's right. Either way, you're going to get pink, yeah. Um, Just don't get it in your eye. Speaking of eye, and, and we've we've told this one, so I'm going to do it really fast and move it on to the next one. Okay. What starts with E and ends in E and only has one letter in it? An envelope. Okay, moving on. Yes. Why are hairdressers always... On time. Don't know. Why are hairdressers always on time? Well, it happens to be because in their case, they know all their shortcuts. Ho, ho, ho. 
so I was chatting with my father the other day, and he says when he dies, he wants his ashes pressed into a record. Huh, that's interesting. Yeah, it was his vinyl request. Oh my <laughs> cow. I like it. I uh-huh. Oh, I like I, uh, That's a slow burn. I like that. That's I, a slow like burn. That. Yeah. Uh-huh. I like that one. I want to know. Mm-hmm. So there's like you've got belts, right? You you, you got these things oh, yeah. you put around your pantsies and everything to yes. cover up two of your four paws and everything whatever. And some of these belts have buckles and maybe little um, insignias and sequins and things like that. And where am I going with this? I'll tell you. Sequins? No. Um, sequins? I mean, what's the word I mean? The little shiny. Sequins. 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 Maybe you have the belt with sequins on it. I don't know. I don't. I, maybe. <laughs> maybe you got it for a present. They're the secondhand like, sequins. <laughs> Yeah, they don't. They're not as shiny. They're sequins, the, the, not sequins. Exactly, exactly. Um, <laughs> they're dull. So uh, you could you could get a belt, for example, with a clock on it. And in that case, what would you call that belt? A waste of time. Yes. Why was the bed oh. wearing a disguise? I don't know. Why was the bed wearing a disguise? It was under covers. Oh. I'm done. Is that you're done? <laughs> I have one okay. more. Okay. Do you know what an editor's favorite soup is? Piglami? No, New Times Ramen. Or Ramen, New Times Ramen. Instead of New Times Roman, it's the favorite font. Favorite soup. Oh. New Times Ramen. I mean, that's a slow, slow burn. That's that's not even a burn. That's a that's, callous. That's just dumb. That's, that's, just, that's just dumb. That's just stupid. That's just stupid. Oh, my cow. I can't believe we've done this again. How does this keep happening? Every week we seem to do this. It's be habit forming. Habit forming? Habit forming. Habiting forming. But seriously, we had a great time today. We laughed. We cried. We ate a sandwich. Did we eat a sandwich? We didn't eat a sandwich. We didn't eat a sandwich. But it sounds like a good thing to do, though. I want to eat a sandwich now. Yeah, eat a sandwich. I have spaghetti being cooked downstairs for me. Noodles and ramen. Yes. If you have ramen... On your keyboard while you're writing a novel, you have new in New York while it is the n- new year. You have new times, Robin. I Turn up the music. <laughs> C- cover him over. Cover him over. Let's let's just overcome him. Oh please do. Oh please. Okay. Hi. You were oh. saying. <laughs> anyway, anyway, uh, remember to support our show through donations at Ko-Fi or Patreon. You can buy merch at Redbubble or Bonfire. Share our podcast with your friends and enemies. We know you have a choice in podcasts, and we thank you for choosing ours. Thank you. For so all. until next time, I say, moo bark fluff and stay furry. Tabin? Hi. Hi. Well, yes, I have to say, of course, yes. like I always say, thank you very much to all you furs for listening. And um, if, especially if you're listening now, that's amazing that you actually put up with us this long. That's amazing. You're so, we hug you tight with posies. But yes, thank you so much. It means so much to us that you... You do this and support us by listening. And if you want to do some of that donation-y stuff that uh, Barely talks about, that stuff. would be okay, too. But <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, thank you so much. We can't wait to bark at you next week. Can't wait to hug you tight with pauses at a con sometime. Uh, get out the float. It's coming up. NW, um, all these uh, cons coming up. So that's exciting. So yes, until next week, Moobar Fluff, stay free. 
Barely Fur Casting is an Injured Nerve Studio production and is found on all major podcast platforms or can be heard directly at barelyfurcasting.com. The opinions expressed here are those of the hosts and their guests, and no commercial compensation was granted. The Furcast is produced, recorded and directed by Barely Normal, a.k.a. Mike Began, and is edited by Barely and our associate editor Rain Raccoon. Opening and closing theme music, as well as some interstitial music, was created for Injured Nerves Productions for the use on the podcast by Reg Day with Damian Tanuki. If you would like to hear more music by Reg Day you can search for Tweezerbeak on Bandcamp or Hoop Loop Tunes on SoundCloud. Other interstitial and background music by Shane Ivers through SilvermanSound.com, Gator Tots on SoundCloud.com, and the YouTube Free is Library. Social media presences is maintained by Ziggy the Mean Weasel. Transformation Station is written and directed by Lux Operon with Rain Raccoon and is edited by Rain Raccoon. If you would like to send us a message you can do so via email at barelyfurcasting at gmail.com or on our Telegram chat at bfftchat, on Twitter, on our Facebook page, or on the barelyfurcasting.com webpage. You can help support the show through donations at ko-fi.com forward slash barelyfurcasting or through Patreon at patreon.com forward slash barelyfurcasting. Thanks for listening. We hope you come back and listen next week.